the CC. Welcome to the Controversial Conversation, the CC. I'm your host, W, and each week, like this week, I'll be bringing to you controversial topics and discussions from yesterday and today. To weigh in on these topics, you can follow me at the Controversial Conversation on Facebook and Instagram. Women get the best shit, Tennessee Democrats expelled, and we're going to talk about it again, gun laws. Let's go. So last week we ended with women getting the best shit, okay, because they do. Women always get the best end of the stick. But before we get into it, let's go ahead and recap the controversy that I talked about from last week. The battles between men and women. Women yelling out that men get the best shit. Women, you know, make those claims. A marriage. It's a job. You have to work at it. So why is it that women get half of what a man has and he has to pay her until she remarries? What happened to that that love, that love shit you was talking? You have a baby with a woman and you find out that, you know, from the judge that you are not the father. They check on the woman. There's a reason why it's women and children and lifeboats first. It's because their lives matter. Talk about 100 women dying and people give a shit. Talk about 100 men dying. Nobody cares. It's happening right now in Ukraine and nobody gives a shit. Y'all hear that? Yeah, that's that controversy brewing. Let's go ahead and get this motherfucking shit brewed the fuck up. Get it poured up. Because, man, it's a good one. You smell that, CC? Oh, so good. All right. So let's get this thing started, all right? And let's begin with this. Recently, I came across a video that um, I had seen it years ago, you know, give or take. And now it's it being circulated once more it's a it's a stick figure imagery with with a few words here and there so let me let me paint this picture and just follow me on this okay so it starts off with a man and a woman together and the woman says i want marriage he says okay so they get married and she says i want kids again he he says okay They have a kid and then it shows the husband working on a computer and it has the voice effects of a woman grunting in frustration. She's like, oh, you know, as she's talking to him. So now he's walking the dog, fixing things around the house, pushing a wheelbarrow. He's now clocking into work and he go, he comes home and he's visibly tired. Okay. He's fatigued. And his wife is fussing at him again. Ugh. They now have two kids and the husband has taken the kids to the park to play. So now it shows the wife talking to one of her girlfriends. The wife says that the romance is gone and he doesn't give me enough attention. 
The girlfriend says, yeah, girl, you deserve better. Now, real quick, of course, women would say something along those lines. You know, you deserve better. You should, you know, reach for better. And chances are the wife gave a one sided uh, conversation to her girlfriend about the entire situation just to fit her narrative. Fuck the fact that the man, you know, was tired from working that day. Okay, we don't know if he works eight hours, 12 hours. We don't know. But it seems that she's a stay at home wife. So you got this man coming home from work to walk the dog and do little odd and ends and tasks around the house. Just fuck his feelings, right? Okay. Now, the next slide, it shows a, a guy, you know, in her DMs of the wife. All right. He's saying you're so beautiful and I can't stop thinking about you. She responds. She responds and says, stop. You know, I'm married <laughs> like that shit really matters in the first place. Right. Come on. I mean, seriously, think about it. What do, what do women have a lot like to say? They say uh, a real man does this. Well, I'm going to say a real woman in that situation would have just blocked his ass. But that's neither here nor there. All right. Now, the next slide shows um, the husband getting ready to go play golf. And his wife is fussing at him with the sound effects again of her grunting and frustration. Like, ugh. Now, back in the DMs, all right, the next scene, the guy says, come on. Let me let me come over for coffee while he's at work. What does she say? Okay. But just for coffee and chat. Right. Okay. Now, apparently she she cheated. And now the scene shows the husband is distraught at the situation. He says, how could you do this to me? And her response was. He made me feel special. Now. So did your husband at one point in time want to get married? Why? So this man can bust his ass 24 seven to please you and forget about himself, put his own feeling to the side. You know, women talk a lot about, you know, self-love, self-appreciation, self, 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 self as in about them. But never calculate up the factors that are included with that self. You're married and you're only thinking about you. Fuck the man. That's that's out there doing what he can. That man is out there doing what he can to make you comfortable and happy. And the fucked up part about it. Men take on that happiness shit. Men do. Men do what they can to make you happy when, in fact, your happiness is supposed to be your problem, not his. It's not his responsibility to take on your happiness. But you know what? That's one thing women got. Okay. Got men wanting to find and help them with their happiness. Many women care not 
about the happiness of a man, their man. It's like they're only out there for themselves in a lot of situations. But the moment men try to do something for their own happiness. Here's that woman finding a way to bust it down and make it about her. Just like this woman here. Her husband wanted, has walked the dog and did, did some gardening, did what he could to please her. And the moment he wants to go play golf, which is pleasure for him, she gets a fucking attitude. But let's continue. So now the wife then divorces her husband and she's now holding, you know, money bags. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but. This goes back to what I said last week. Marriage is a job. Everybody has to do their part and do their job accordingly. If you go to work with for business, a company, whatever, and you work there for however long, 5, 10, 15 years, whatever. If you quit that job, that company that you left isn't going to pay you a check every two weeks or a month until you find another job. They aren't going to pay you one large lump sum of cash to cushion your life or your lifestyle. They're not. So why is it that after a woman decides to leave a marriage, break up a family, she is damn near entitled to half his money. And I'm not talking about the kids either. I'm only talking about the alimony. Nearly 98% of people receiving alimony are women. But that's what equality looks like to women. That's fair in their eyes. Now, moving on. So now they are now living in two separate houses, okay? The wife's house is significantly bigger than what the husband, or the, I'm sorry, the ex-husband is living in. And he is still upset over the situation. However, the wife, I'm sorry, the ex-wife is still hanging out with the guy from her DMs. And here the kids are now saying that they miss daddy. And the woman thinks to herself, okay, she thinks to herself that the kids are going to hate me. So she responds to the kids crying about missing their daddy by saying, your daddy is living a new life now. He doesn't have time for you. <laughs> why just why why is shit like this even allowed you love your children so much that you shit talk their father on shit you don't even rightfully know about but what about the dude blowing your back out making you feel special and shit you don't want to take the blame you don't want to take the ownership of your fuck up but now it shows the ex-husband going to work with his head down. He's upset. He's drinking alcohol and watching TV. Or should I say the TV is watching him because his head is down again, upset, distraught. And here's the ex-wife saying to the kids, it's your father's fault because he mistreated me and ignored me for years. On Facebook, the ex-wife posts, thank you everyone for your support. Two of the comments say, what an asshole. It seems that you had to go through a lot. And of course, this is from a guy. 
And another guy says, I'll always be there for you. Right. Yeah, I bet he will. To blow your back out. That's it. And then it switches over to the next scene with the ex-wife and kids. The woman says to the kids that your dad is probably out there with a new girlfriend while I take care of you kids. (gasps) Wow. Just the fuck. Wow. Okay. And now it shows the man, the ex-husband sitting at his house, still down, still upset, sulking even while the wife is sending the kids to bed while one of the guys who was showing her support on Facebook is knocking at the door. I believe we call that Netflix and chill. And it goes on further with the ex-husband trying to date. Okay. He tries to get back out there. You know, he's telling a friend, Hey, you know, I'm lonely. I'm depressed and I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what to do. And the next image shows the father with his kids showing or saying, remember, daddy loves you and misses you a lot. And the kid's response was, whatever, dad, you know, we already know that you have a new girlfriend and don't have time for us. So he texts his ex-wife and says, why did you tell the kids that I have a new girlfriend and didn't have time for them. Her response was because it's probably true and don't try to talk about me, talk bad about me to them, or you'll never see the kids again. And this is where it ends. The fact that women have that much power over men when it comes to even just seeing their children is ridiculous. And here's the thing. If men didn't care about their kids, if men really didn't care about their kids, women wouldn't be able to even use that statement at all. Why? Because they know it doesn't work. It wouldn't work. Yet that would be the most common phrase used by a lot of women. I'll stop you from seeing your kids. You'll never see them again. I'll make you a weekend dad, if that. Now, I know that's not all women, but it's too many women that do that shit. Be on Instagram Live, Facebook Live, acting all happy about the shit and everything. 67% of marriages end in divorce, people. 67. While 80% of those divorces are initiated by women. Marriage doesn't equal the playing field of, you know, between men and women. It doesn't not even close. It's mostly women leaving their men. 93% of alimony is paid to women. And 83% of women receive primary custody of the children. But remember this. 72% of inmates were raised by a single mother. No, 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 no. That's, this is not the business. Okay. Hold on y'all. It's not, there's no way that this can possibly be the thing that's healthy for anybody. But Hey, you know, women feel as though men get the best shit, but yet sounds like to me, they're getting the short end of the stick. 
Now I'm going to refill him this CC and we're going to come right back to this shit because this ain't over. I will learn its weakness, its strengths, its parts, its accessories, its sights, and its barrel. It's just one of the oaths John Skipper has taken, and now he applies it to your heating and air. Bags Heating and Air, licensed in South Carolina, can take care of all your HVAC needs. With over 20 years of experience, there's no job too big or small. Residential, commercial, refrigeration, the ductworks. Bags Heating and Air is there. Veteran owned and operated, just give them a call. 803-306-4119. Again, that's 803-306-4119. Just ask for Skipper. Bagsheating.com. Senior citizen and veteran discounts available. And let them know your boy Dub you sent you. Are you starting a business? You need a logo? Need some social media content? Don't know where to start? I think I got you. Speak with D'Aria, the owner and operator of Holy Hand Graphics. Holy Hand Graphics is a Christian-based business that builds brands one business at a time. They service businesses all over the United States and provide branding services such as business logos, e-flyers, social media content, web design services, and much, much more. If you're looking to start a business or rebrand your current, check them out on Facebook at the Holy Hand Graphics and on Instagram, Holy Hand Graphics underscore. And be sure to let them know W sent you. Alright, welcome back. We're back with the shits, okay? <laughs> We're still sipping on that CC in this controversial brew, alright? Now, check this out, people. This Friday, the 14th of March, is National Ex-Spouse Day. You ever heard of it? I didn't. But here it goes. So it's exactly two months after Valentine's Day. I guess that's significant for whatever reason. But here we go. I was reading an article about this particular day. All right. And this is what it says. It says that National Ex-Spouse Day is to reflect over the positive moments you shared with your ex. Think of them fondly before celebrating the fact that they're gone. Phew. Now, people, please make sure that you get to the celebrating part, okay? They're gone. You divorced them for a reason. You broke up with them for a reason. Whatever the case, doubling back might not be the route to go, all right? Now, it says that it says here that for divorced men, the most popular mentioned annoying trait about their ex-wives was being a control freak. And for divorced women, it was that their husbands have selective hearing. Now, to be honest, the selective hearing might actually, you know, go into the a breakdown in communication episode that I did before. So check that out. But it's not necessarily the fact that men are selective hearing. It's the fact that before we open our mouth, we've already made a decision on whatever the case may be. So 
that's that. But I know that a lot of women believe that being a man is so damned easy. Yeah, about that. Nora Vincent thought that same damn thing. All right. Nora Vincent. So Nora decided to prove that men have it easier. So she turned into a man. She turned into a he. She was transformed into a man and she got coaching on being a man. And it was ironic that it was a woman giving the coaching. But beside the fact she was, you know, giving coaching. And one of the things he said was, you know, remember that if a man was to call for a taxi, they say, hey, taxi versus a woman who will, you know, ask for a taxi like, hey, um, taxi driver, help me. Hey, you know, type deal. They ask questions. And that was a breakdown of communication as well. So Nora went through this transformation and Nora became Ned. Ned went out to hang out with the fellas quickly realized that men don't communicate the same as women. All right. Ned decided to go to the strip club. He, she, whatever said that she hit a brick wall when it boiled down to that saying that even though she was a lesbian and loved women, she got no arousal from being at the strip club and or fondling with these women. She said she she quickly realized that emotions of sexuality run with women mentally, while for men, it was, you know, found below the waist. And that's it literally meant nothing to men. More than just what it was. It was just that, you know, an arousal. Keep it moving. So Ned tried to go on to um, pick up girls like a man. (laughs) And yeah, that that didn't go over too well for Ned. So she tried to pick up a chick at a bar and quickly began to receive rejection almost immediately. She says she knew it was rejection because she's a woman and she knows the signs. Nora immediately knew that um, women had all the power when it comes to these types of situations. She said that women have the power to just say no and crush the other person. And she said, quote, we don't have to deal with the part of walking across the room and go up to a stranger and having to say the first words. And those first words are so hard to say without sounding like a cheese ball or sounding like a jerk. Doesn't sound too easy now, does it? Now, the woman that Ned was trying to pick up gave all kinds of, you know, rejection. The, oh, my God, I have to deal with you and your type looks and stuff, you know. And eventually Ned told the woman that she, too, was actually a woman and she was doing a social experiment and this, that and the other. And her attitude of the woman that she was trying to pick up, it changed Hell, like, almost immediately. Like she opened all the way up to Ned once she knew that he was actually a she. And here's the kicker. She actually apologized on how she treated Ned. <laughs> 
her, whatever. She actually said that she was sorry for being so bitchy. That's fucking crazy. So now Ned decided to go on several other dates with other women. And Ned stated that it was very unpleasant to always have to prove himself to these women all the time. And she was surprised that so many women didn't particularly like and had no interest in the soft, vulnerable man. She actually believed that the ideal man was a woman trapped in a man's body. Just to find out this was not true. She went on to go into places where it was like just men hanging out. Men only type places. And one encounter that she had was a bunch of men playing with knives and axes and shit. You know, they're chopping wood, throwing knives, you know, what have you. And she said it was fine until she realized that one of the men was chopping wood and picturing his wife as the log he was cutting. (laughs) I'm sorry, that tickled the fuck out of me. But eventually she had to check herself into the mental hospital for depression and had a nervous breakdown. Okay. Nora didn't make it. She was trying to do a two year experience and only lasted 18 months. Now she had played the role of being a man too long that it started affecting her mentally. The differences between men and women are significant. She was a feminist who thought men had it so much easier than women. She set out to do this with the intentions of proving this theory of hers. And she wanted to dedicate two years again. Okay. 18 months is what she, she was able to last because she actually began to hate women all because of how bad women treated her when they thought she was a man. Now, this woman has died last year. She died by assisted suicide. And she, she was still battling her experiences of those 18 months as a man. Now, mind you, this actually happened like back in 2006 was when she did this. Okay. It's 2023 now. She passed or she committed suicide in 2022. All right. She was battling that for 18 months as a man. Now think about a lifetime of being a man, what that would do to you. Now, here's another woman hitting some straight facts right now. She said that men get the short end of the stick because You're not allowed to be sensitive, but how dare you not talk to me about your feelings? She said, don't be emotionally constipated. But if you tell me too much on of how you really feel, then I don't believe you're man enough for me. I don't want you to be this superhuman all the time, but you can't take that S off your chest. Don't sit the world down off your shoulders around me because I'm not willing to help you pick it up and shoulder it. 
You can't have standards. You can't have boundaries. You can't require a woman to bring anything to the table, even though it was set before she was even in the picture. Now, there's more that she said, you know, right there, but that right there alone, she's exactly right. That's exactly how it is to be a man. You know, you, we want you, we want you to be emotional. We do that. You look at us, you know, as less of a man, we carry the weight of our, of of the world on our shoulders. You can't put it down because you're not willing to help us carry it. The things that we need from our women, our girlfriend, wives, whatever we don't get, but let our woman come home from a day of work or out with her friends and had a bad day in general. Okay. And we're not there to support you. What was it that that woman said in, in the, in the images that I was describing earlier, you weren't there for me. You didn't give me enough time. This guy over here made me feel special. It was a quick dick. That's all it was. He knew the cheat codes and it worked. And now men are the ones who have to take on the bullshit. We do. And it sucks. Again, this this is Nora Vincent went out as Ned for 18 months and ended up committing suicide. Men are 3.88 times more likely to commit suicide than women. But, you know, being a man is, is easy, right? Okay. We'll be right back. Have you thought about getting into crypto? Are you oblivious on where to start or even what to do? Hit up the Bitcoin Pro Jay Motley to help you get started on a path to a better financial situation for free. No hidden fees, no charges, just guidance. Go to BitcoinPro.UnitedInvestors.Group and get started today. Again, that's BitcoinPro.UnitedInvestors.Group and tell them W sent you. Is your lineup a little off? You feel a little, little dust around the edges. You need a fresh cut, hit up my girl Danny the Barber. She'll take care of all them BDBs, you know what I mean? You don't even have to know where she's located. She'll come to you. Yeah, 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 you heard me. She'll come to you. Your house, your mama house, brother, sister, cousin, auntie, uncle, it don't even matter. She'll come to you. She'll even hit up your place of business. She can meet you at the movie theater if that's what you need. She is your mobile tonsorial, okay? Ultimate Cuts Mobile Hair Service, 803-297-1505. Again, 803-297-1505. You can find on Facebook, too. Danny the Barber. That's D-A-N-I-D-A Barber. Danny the Barber. Check it out. Servicing all those in South Carolina and most of Georgia. Hey, and be sure to let them know your boy W sent you.
Hey, real quick, I just want to take the time out to say thank you all for listening to this podcast. It's truly appreciated. If you're new to this station, please, by all means, leave a review, rating, and share the content to your social media. That's the only way we're going to continue to grow. And for those of you who have monetized your support for me, I really want to give a special shout out and thank you to each and every last one of you. If you have a business that you would like to have promoted on this podcast, by all means, hit me up via email at w at the ccwd.com. Or you can go to the ccwd.com and leave me a message using the controversial chat box. Matter of fact, if you have a topic of discussion that you would like to have a sip of that CC over, again, hit me up, the ccwd.com, and let me know what your controversy is. And speaking of, let's get back to the controversy and sip on some of that CC right now. Let's get this make it make sense on. I need it to make it make sense. Please. Let's go. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Could you please let me make it make sense? Now, I'm sure that many of y'all have heard about the uh, two black guys that were expelled from their state legislative positions up in uh, Tennessee. This is basically in the wake of the Tennessee shooting where the kids got killed along with three faculty members at the school. Okay. Now, all of this situation came from a protest where these two gentlemen apparently led this protest into the state house. In short, while they were speaking about gun control, their mics got cut off. And they broke out the bullhorns. They broke out them bullhorns and started chanting with the protesters. Well, there were three of them, one of them being an, an older white woman who was also a Democratic legislator in that same area for that same state house. While up for expulsion, two of the three were expelled. And you guessed it. The white woman survived the vote of being expelled. So inevitably there were a lot of uproar about racism and such shit like that, where since the two black guys were expelled and the, the white woman wasn't. So she ended up on CNN. All right. And she was asked, why did she think that she wasn't expelled? But the, the two black guys were, she said, she thinks it's because of racism, because she's white and they're black. Now, this is that shit. She really said that shit on TV. And here's the fucking problem with that. What she didn't tell you is that she actually pleaded her case to the speaker of that house before the vote. Basically saying that, you know, she didn't do as much as the two black guys did. And, you know, she didn't grab the bullhorn. She didn't, you know, speak in the bullhorn. She just, you know, had her hands raised with them, you know, unifying them and, you know, supporting them. Basically, when she was up for the vote for expulsion, her lawyers stated pretty much the same damn thing. She missed being expelled by one vote. But do you see how quickly she flipped the script to blame racism? 
That's exactly what Malcolm X was talking about. He said black people needed to watch out for white liberals. And all this was over gun laws targeting, you know, the black community and this, this, that, and the other. When in actuality, she pleaded her pleaded her fucking case. And when I first saw the videos, I was like, okay, that's the reason why they got expelled. They were actually in a bullhorn, this, that, and the other. But I waited to see what other stuff came out. And it came out that she actually said that. She actually had, quote, unquote, a defense to why she felt she shouldn't have shouldn't get expelled. Please, people, help me make it make sense, okay? But in lieu of this, you know, we're back on to the the good old classic conversation of gun control. And I know we've talked about it before on this podcast. I believe it was episode two titled Gun Laws. By all means, please go check it out. But in the wake of, you know, the latest mass shootings, many Democrats are pushing for more gun reforms. So we have the Tennessee shooting at a uh, private Presbyterian school killing six people, three students aged nine years old and three staff um, aged 60 and 61 years old. There was also a shooting in um, Louisville, Kentucky recently on the 10th of April this past Monday at a uh, old national bank. Now, five people as of today um, have been identified as victims of this shooting, passed away ages 40, 45, 57, 63 and 64. The number went up as uh, one of the victims was originally critically wounded, but she did pass away Monday night. So a 25 year old um, found out that he was going to be terminated from his job. This is, you know, I've seen this on the news is still fresh. This might change, but apparently he was being going to be fired. He got wind of it. And apparently he also had recently purchased the gun about six days prior. So apparently he had um, interned there for at the bank for like three years before being offered a full time position in uh, June of 2021 and also had got a promotion just last year in April uh, 2022. And now we are back to the conversation of restricting guns. Good old President Joe Biden tweeted on Monday. uh, Once again, our nation mourns after a senseless act of gun violence. Um, The press uh, secretary from the White House said on Monday as well, once again today, the president has called on Republicans in Congress to work together with Democrats to take action to ban assault weapons and high capacity magazines to require safe storage of firearms, to require background checks for all gun sales, to eliminate gun manufacturers immunity from liability. Um, It also says that there are common sense laws um, or I'm sorry, common sense actions we can ask for and should be getting right now. That's what the uh, White House press secretary said. Now, I know there are mixed reviews about the the gun control laws. 
the AR style guns, which, by the way, does not stand for assault rifle. But we'll get into that later. I get the anger. I get the frustration. But what I don't really get is the reason to ban a specific type of gun. This specific type of gun. And I've heard the arguments. There's there's many of them. Many of them. But in all honesty, I don't think banning a specific weapon is going to work. Nah. Nope. Hell, carrying an illegal gun in, in general is against the law. But people still do it. And they do it regularly. And I mean a lot. Criminals purchase guns all the time. It's not registered to them. They don't go through a background check. No. But they got them. But I swear, it seems like the only time gun restrictions come up is when a mass shooting happens. Mind you, I've said it before and I'll say it again. The people doing the mass shootings aren't criminals. They are law-abiding citizens who made their purchase pretty fucking legally. But we'll talk about that more later as well. But hey, maybe arming as many people with guns could be a way to go out. That could be an option. I mean, it works in other countries, but hey, 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 hey. I'll get to that one too. Oh, 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 hey. Maybe getting rid of gun-free zones. I mean... I don't recall a, an NRA meeting being raided by a mass shooter. Just saying. And I'll do a little bit more research on that now. I'll see what I find. But we'll talk about that later too. And how about gun culture? Gun culture issues in America. Is that the problem? Could it be a problem? Is that the fact that, you know, these people doing mass shootings are mentally ill? And, you know, they, they've probably been pacified too much by mommy and daddy. Shit, I don't know, but but guess what? We'll talk about that later, too. But until then, if you want to weigh in on this topic, hit me up. W at the CCWD.com. You can email me right there. Or you can leave me a message in the chat box at the CCWD.com. Put that www right in front of it. <laughs> you can hit me up on Facebook at controversialconversation.com. Hit me up at W, either one. Just let me know. But just remember, guys, it's always about that ABCD, abrasively brewing controversy, damn it. We don't start a pot. We brew that controversy. Be easy, y'all. Take care.